Where will the headquarters of the Antichrist be located during the Great Tribulation? Will it be Rome, Jerusalem, New York, Babylon, or some other city? For the viewpoints of 11 different Bible prophecy experts, stay tuned. Lamb and Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy, a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end-time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope, and welcome to Christ in Prophecy. This week, we're going to continue with the interviews I conducted with 11 Bible prophecy experts who were attending a Bible prophecy conference in Dallas, Texas. The interviews were videotaped at a hotel near the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. In past weeks, we have looked at such questions as, will the Antichrist be a Jew? Could he possibly be a Muslim? Will he be killed and resurrected from the dead? Is he alive today? The consensus among the experts was that the Antichrist will be a Gentile. He will not be a Muslim. He will not be killed and resurrected from the dead, although there may be a deception to make people think so. And he is very likely alive today. Incidentally, if you did not see these programs about the Antichrist that we have already broadcast, you can view them on our website at lamblion.com. In this session, we will be taking a look at where the experts believe the Antichrist headquarters will be located. Will it be Rome, Jerusalem, New York, Babylon, or some other city? Well, I believe it will be, be uh, Babylon. I have believed it, that Babylon would be rebuilt for several years for several reasons. First, Zechariah 5, 5 through 11 uh, teaches about a wicked woman, a woman called wickedness, who represents commerce and false religion, will be moved to the land of Shinar at the end of the age. And I believe that that woman called wickedness is Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots. So I think she will go to Babylon. Second, virtually all scholars trace false religion and world government back to the Tower of Babel and Babylon. And uh, that's where I believe that it will go back to. Revelation 17.10 teaches us that uh, this false religious system existed in Egypt and Assyria and in Babylon and Medo-Persia and in Greece before Rome ever came on the scene. Third, I think there are several prophecies about the final destruction of Babylon that have not been fulfilled. Isaiah 13.4 indicates that Babylon's final destruction will be by many nations. But ancient Babylon wasn't destroyed by many nations. The Medes and the Persians, a two-nation tack, conquered it, and eventually ancient Babylon was buried under sand. Uh, Isaiah 13.5 indicates that Babylon's final destruction will be during the indignation or the tribulation period. Ancient Babylon was not destroyed during the indignation or the tribulation period. That's still, still future. Isaiah 13, 19 says, Babylon's final destruction will be like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Ancient Babylon wasn't destroyed by fire and brimstone uh, like Sodom and Gomorrah were. In fact, if you go to the book of Revelation, it tells us three times that Babylon will be destroyed by fire in one hour. It seems to me that God is going out of His way to tell us that there's going to be a Babylon that's going to be destroyed differently from the way ancient Babylon was destroyed. Isaiah 13:20 says Babylon will never be inhabited again. Uh, we do know that a few people are living in the part that Saddam Hussein has rebuilt. Isaiah 14 says Israel will be in the land when Babylon was destro is destroyed. Well, ancient Babylon, when ancient Babylon was captured by the Medes and Persians, Israel was not in the land. 
One more of these, the bricks will never be reused again, Jeremiah 51, 26. Saddam Hussein reused some of the bricks when he started rebuilding Babylon. Six, there are many prophecies. If you will read uh, uh, Jeremiah 50 and 51 and Isaiah 13 and, and 14, there are many prophecies about Babylon's final destruction that appear in both of those chapters. I think God links all of that together. Uh, for example, Isaiah 13, 21 says, Satyrs uh, or demons, devils and foul spirits will dance in Babylon after its final destruction. We go over to the book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse 2, and we read there that Babylon will become the habitation of devils and foul spirits. Jeremiah 50, verse 15 says, As she, Babylon, as she has done, do unto her. We go over to the book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse 6, and we read, Reward her, even as she has rewarded you. We go back to Jeremiah 51, 7. Babylon hath been a golden cup in the Lord's hand. We go over to Revelation 17, verse 4, and we read, Mystery Babylon has a golden cup in her hand. Jeremiah 51, 7, the nations have been drunk on Babylon's wine. Revelation 18, 3, we read, Babylon has made the nations drunk on wine. Jeremiah 51, 8, says Babylon is suddenly fallen. Revelation 18, 2, we read that Babylon is fallen, is fallen. Jeremiah 51, 9 says, forsake her. Revelation 18, 4 says, come out of her, my people. One more. Jeremiah 51, 13 says, Babylon sits upon many waters. Revelation 17, 1, we read that mystery Babylon sits upon many waters. In other words, there's a lot of ties between what's in the Old Testament that is a prophecy about ancient Babylon and what's in the New Prophecy, uh, New Testament that's a prophecy about rebuilt Babylon. I think God tied them together. And we've always believed that those Old Testament prophecies were about ancient Babylon, not Rome, and, and that kind of thing. I personally take the Bible more literally, so I would say Babylon would be um, the world capital of the Antichrist, would be both his political and economic capital, according to both Zechariah chapter 5 as well as Revelation chapter 18. His religious capital will be Jerusalem, where he set up his image in the Jewish temple. That will be his religious capital, but his economic and political capital will be uh, Babylon, the city. Generally speaking, I try to always interpret the Bible literally. I think that's the, by far the best approach. And so when we read Revelation 17 and 18, where it talks about uh, the city of Babylon, I tend to take that literally as well. I believe that Babylon will be his capital city uh, during his uh, tribulation reign. Possibly the events that we're seeing take place right now in Iraq are leading up to that. Iraq is becoming a central uh, focal point of the world, of course, since our invasion in, in Iraq. And uh, I don't know where this is going to lead or how it's going to develop but I, I personally do believe in the revival of Babylon itself on the Euphrates River. I've heard the arguments, you know, about uh, Rome being, uh, you know, the leadership uh, uh, city, I guess you would say, of the Antichrist. Uh, and and I'm, not, I'm not 100% opposed to that. But again, I just lead more towards the literal acceptance of the city of Babylon. Welcome back.
back to Christ in Prophecy. We are in the process of interviewing 11 Bible prophecy experts about where they think the Antichrist headquarters will be located during the Great Tribulation. Thus far, we have heard from three, and all three have said they think it will be located in Babylon. Let's continue now with the interviews. I believe it will be Babylon, and I believe that because uh, the Bible speaks of a literal Babylon in the last days. If we're to take as an example uh, the prophecy of the first coming of Jesus, they, He would be born in Bethlehem, Ephrathah, uh, Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Very specifically a city, a messianic pr prophecy that was fulfilled literally. Then we've got to take also the prophecy that Babylon will be overthrown as Sodom and Gomorrah never to rise again. Very specific prophecy that has to be fulfilled in every detail. That prophecy, of course, has never been fulfilled. So it requires this, uh, the rise of Babylon in the last days. You find again in Revelation chapter 16 that Babylon exists uh, right along with Jerusalem and all the cities of the nations. They're literal. So is Babylon. The cities of the nations will fall. Jerusalem will be split in three parts. Babylon uh, will uh, also uh, fall at that time. Very literal renderings of that city. Finally, I want to make one last point. Babylon in Revelation chapter 18 has an exact correspondence with the Babylon that is described in the two lengthy chapters of Jeremiah 50 and 51. Precise parallels all the way down through those chapters so we know that Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51, at least in parts of that, has a prophecy of Babylon in the last days. And I want to read you a passage out of there that specifically geophysically uh, tells us that this is a literal city in the last days and that it is the Babylon that is on the Euphrates River as we know it in, uh, in modern-day Iraq. Going back to Jeremiah chapter uh, 50 here, and let's look at verse 45. It says this. It's talking about Babylon in the context of the last days, of the end time. It says that Babylon... Uh, Babylon and his purposes which he has proposed against what? The land of the Chaldeans. So the land of the Chaldeans is not Rome, it's not New York City, it's Babylon on the Euphrates. You come on down to verse 35 in chapter 51 and it tells us this, May the violence be done to me, or may the violence done to me and to my flesh be upon Babylon. The inhabitant of Zion will say, the inhabitant of Jerusalem, literal Jerusalem, will say, and upon the inhabitants of Chaldea. So we have a geopolitical designation for a literal Babylon in the last days. And so at least we know this much, that Babylon is going to be the mega city that Revelation chapter 18 talks about. It's going to be a literal. And uh, if the whole economy of the world is centered in Babylon, and the Antichrist controls the economy of the world, the demand and supply... Um, that he has on buying and selling, as the scriptures say he will, then his capital surely will be babbling in the last days. Uh, again, I'm a person who, who reads scripture literally. I believe that the end time capital will be Babylon. Uh, it's interesting to find out Saddam Hussein started to rebuild the ancient city of Babylon, and it was his intent to actually create this area as a Wall Street of the Middle East. Babylon today is, is highly wired. They've got all this going on. Uh, he was turning it into a, a, a visitor center or a, a business center. And then the war took place. 
construction stopped, things like that. Now, the interesting thing is, is that the UN um, was just announced that they are going to start working and rebuilding Babylon. In fact, uh, just this last November 14th, America jumped on board, and they're going to start giving money to the, the, the process. And since, quote-unquote, I guess our soldiers went in and occupied parts of Babylon as, as a fortress or something, they're going to help rebuild it, repay for it. And uh, back in uh, early 2003, Israel Today reported that the, the quartet, and that's being uh, U.S., U.N., European, or U, and Russia, they all came together and they started talking about the U.N. actually moving their headquarters from New York to Babylon. And so I, I do see that Babylon being the, the, the seat of the Antichrist. I think the uh, I think the Antichrist end time capital is going to be a revived uh, city of Babylon uh, there on the Euphrates uh, in, in what's modern day Iraq. But the reasons for that is you have the word Babylon, Babylonia, Chaldea. Those are used about 300 times through the Bible. And the book of Revelation is called the Apocalypsis of Jesus Christ. It's an unveiling. It's not a veiling. It seems odd to me that when you get to the very last couple chapters in the Bible, all of a sudden Babylon wouldn't mean Babylon anymore. After 300 times or so of this uh, being stated, that that's what the word uh, indeed refers to. Also, when you go back to the, in the scriptures to the very beginning, that's where after the flood, uh, that's where uh, the first world empire began. Uh, Nimrod built this city. And... Uh, from the very beginning, it's kind of like uh, some have likened this to the tale of two cities. You have the city of Babylon mentioned in, in, in uh, Genesis 10 and 11 with the Tower of Babel, and then Jerusalem is first introduced in, in Genesis uh, 14. And you kind of trace these cities all the way through. And then in Revelation 17 and 18, you have Babylon again. And in Revelation 21 and 22, you have the New Jerusalem. And it also says about Babylon in Revelation 17, this great city that rules over the kings of the earth in the end times, it says that uh, this city is uh, the mother of all harlotry. It's the fountainhead of all harlotry. And when you go back to the Bible and, and to the very beginning, the fountainhead of all false religion and all idolatry was the city of Babylon. So I think it's going to be rebuilt in the end times as a great economic, a political, a religious center uh, for the final world rulers. So history is going to kind of come full circle from Nimrod and the First World Empire to Antichrist and the Final World Empire of Babylon. Okay, we have interviewed six people thus far, and all six have stated that they believe the headquarters of the Antichrist will be Babylon. And they have given some very good reasons for coming to that conclusion. In a moment, we will present the responses of five others who are not so sure Babylon will be the place. But first... Here is some information about a Bible prophecy study resource that you might find helpful. Revelation Revealed is a dynamic 75-minute overview of the book of Revelation. In this informative DVD, Dr. Reagan provides a very clear chapter-by-chapter explanation of the truth found in this wonderful and often overlooked portion of God's Word. The masterful teaching of Dr. David Reagan illustrations of Pat Marvinko Smith, and logical charts will help you understand Revelation like never before. You can order Revelation Revealed for a gift of $15 by visiting lamblion.com. Just look for the TV Offers button on our homepage. Revelation Revealed is cataloged as D4. The book of Revelation can be understood. 
Order Revelation Revealed today and discover the treasures that God has for you in the book of Revelation. Welcome back to our quest for the headquarters of the Antichrist. Thus far, we have presented the interviews we conducted with six of our Bible prophecy experts, and all six said they believe the headquarters of the Antichrist will be Babylon. The other five said it would be someplace else or that it could be Babylon, but they were not convinced. Here are their interviews. I honestly don't know. Uh, I do believe that the Antichrist will rise from Rome. When it talks about the people destroying the temple in 70 AD, the Romans destroyed Israel and the temple, the Antichrist has to come out of Rome. Uh, Whether his capital, his actual physical capital building is in Rome, I'm not sure. Uh, Babylon would be logical because if he has a peace treaty with Israel and it's all over the resources of the Middle East, it would be very smart to have a capital in the oil fields where you can defend it well. That's a question I still struggle with. Uh, For years I thought it was going to be Rome, but uh, I'm beginning to lean in the direction of Babylon. And one of the reasons for that, uh, one of the reasons I did not think so for many years is because of the uh, decayed state of that part of the world. But when you look at what is happening in Dubai and other places in the Middle East, you can see that magnificent structures can be built and great cities can be built in very, very short periods of time. And I think that if, if, you, if you step back from the whole aspect of Scripture and look at it, I think Babylon uh, means exactly that, Babylon. I believe Rome, it may start off there and eventually go to Jerusalem. Uh, I go back to Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Uh, I believe it, it will end in Rome, I mean end in Jerusalem, because the, the heart of God's heart is Jerusalem. And I believe the Antichrist will eventually uh, move, his, move his capital there, because again, he, he, he wants what God wants. And uh, Jerusalem is the apple of God's eye. But I, I believe it will start in Rome and uh, it, it eventually end up uh, in Jerusalem. Oh, there's, there's so many ways to look into that question. Uh, uh, it says that it'll be, it'll be uh, destroyed and, it'll be, and all the merchants of the world will mourn after it. Uh, that could be America. It could be uh, Rome because of, of the revived Roman Empire. It could be uh, Israel because the Antichrist will rule out of there. It could be Babylon, Babylon and Iraq be, being rebuilt, as some people uh, propose. So there's, there's it, you, know, you know, pick your choice there. Uh, I personally believe it will be Rome. I do not believe it will literally be Babylon. Uh, I think that John is obviously using the term Babylon as a code word for Rome in the book of the Revelation. The city that sits on seven hills in the ancient world was always understood as Rome. He's talking about a place where uh, the martyrs of Jesus have been persecuted. Uh, He's talking about a place that has stood against the prophets of God and the people of God throughout the generations. Uh, I think he's making a very strong case for a great end time system that will encompass the entire world. The question is, where will it be headquartered? Not likely in Babylon, in Iraq. You're going to move the headquarters of the United Nations to Iraq and endure suicide bombers, Islamic threats, uh, terrorism, etc. The Iraqis themselves have no real regard for Babylon. It is a pagan city, not an Islamic city. It's 50 miles from Baghdad. It's never been successfully rebuilt. It will never be successfully rebuilt, according to Isaiah's prophecy. Alexander the Great tried to rebuild it and failed. Antiochus Epiphanes tried to rebuild it and failed. Saddam Hussein tried to rebuild it and failed. And if you try to rebuild it, you'll fail. Well, 
That was certainly a fascinating series of responses. Let's see. Uh, We had one who said he didn't know for sure where the Antichrist headquarters might be located. And incidentally, I like that answer. There are many questions about Bible prophecy that I don't know the answer to. And in that case, it is always best to say, I just don't know for sure. Another person said the headquarters could be located in a variety of places. A third said he wasn't sure, but he was leaning toward Babylon. And two said they thought the headquarters might be in Rome. So overall, the tally comes to six Babylon, three uncertain, two for Rome. And so there is definitely a consensus for Babylon. Well, this is the only time in all these interviews where I am personally going to have to disagree with the consensus opinion. But before I do, let me say that I highly respect the viewpoint of my colleagues who have decided that the headquarters will be Babylon. And the reason is that they base that conclusion on a literal interpretation of Bible prophecies for which I commend them. But I have come to a different conclusion, and let me briefly explain why. I would agree that there are many prophecies in the Old Testament about Babylon that have not yet been fulfilled. And I would agree that these prophecies apply to the end-time headquarters of the Antichrist. But there is a problem with applying them to ancient Babylon. That problem is rooted in the fact that end-time Babylon is defined in the New Testament and in the book of Revelation. And I think those passages make it clear that the end-time Babylon will be Rome. For example, The end-time Babylon is identified in Revelation 17 as a mystery or as mystery Babylon, depending on the translation. But either way, it seems to me to be a clear tip-off that the author, the Apostle John, is speaking symbolically of some other city than ancient Babylon. In fact, John uses this very same literary technique a few chapters earlier in Revelation chapter 11, verse 8, when talking about the two witnesses of God that the Antichrist will kill in the middle of the tribulation. The passage states that their bodies will lie in the streets of the great city which mystically is called Sodom and Egypt. He then goes on to identify the city as Jerusalem. He referred to it as Sodom because of its immorality, and he referred to it as Egypt because of its idolatry. Returning to Revelation 17, where the end-time headquarters of the Antichrist is referred to as Mystery Babylon, the rest of the chapter makes it clear, I think, that he's talking about Rome. In verse 9, he refers to it as the city of seven mountains, which in that day and time could only refer to Rome. And in verse 18, he refers to it as the great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Again, at the time John wrote this in the first century, that could only apply to Rome. Further evidence that he was speaking of Rome is to be found in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 13, where the apostle Peter ends his epistle with the greetings from, quote, the church that is in Babylon. Well, folks, There was no church in Babylon at that time, and Peter was writing from Rome. This passage makes it obvious that Christians in the first century used Babylon as a code word for Rome. Finally, there is a prophecy in Isaiah that seems to me to state clearly that Babylon will never be built again once it falls to the Medes and the Persians. Here's how it reads. It reads, Behold, I am going to stir up the Medes against them, against the Babylonians, who will not value silver or take pleasure in gold, and their bows will mow down the young men. They will not even have compassion on the fruit of the womb, nor will they eye their eye pity children. And Babylon, the beauty of kingdoms, the glory of the Chaldeans' pride, will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited or lived in from generation to generation. Now, some people respond to this passage by saying it was not fulfilled in the time of the Medes because they did not destroy the city suddenly with fire the way Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. But the context makes it clear 
that it's talking about the conquering of Babylon by the Medes. And furthermore, it does not say that Babylon will be destroyed in the same manner as Sodom and Gomorrah. Rather, it says that after the Medes conquer the city, it will become like Sodom and Gomorrah. In other words, it will become a desolation. And folks, that is exactly what happened. The city went into a long decline, and by 141 B.C., when the Parthian Empire took over the region, Babylon was in complete desolation and obscurity, and that is the way it has remained ever since. Today, rumors abound that Babylon is being rebuilt for habitation, but those rumors are not true. Saddam Hussein built one of his many presidential palaces on the edge of the ancient city and rebuilt some of the ruins of Nebuchadnezzar's palace complex. But all this was built for tourists, not for habitation. And you can see from this aerial photo, the ancient site of Babylon stands barren to this day. Here is the palace Saddam Hussein built, and here are the partially reconstructed remains of Nebuchadnezzar's palace complex. Here is another view of the area from the ground. Once again, you can see how barren it remains. So my conclusion is that just as Isaiah says, ancient Babylon will never be rebuilt again, and the headquarters of the Antichrist during the Great Tribulation will be Rome. But regardless of our difference over the location of the Antichrist headquarters, we all agree that the Bible teaches there will be an Antichrist who will rule the world from either Rome or Babylon, and at the end of the Tribulation his headquarters will be destroyed suddenly by fire from God in one hour of one day, just as was the case with ancient Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this Bible study. I urge you to study these matters for yourself and draw your own conclusions. And now, we would like to bless you with a portion of a song by our featured singer Jack Hollinsworth of Acts 29 Ministries. The song is titled, We Shall See Jesus. But once on a
time I hear that song, I just want to shout, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Well, that's our program for this week. Until next week, the Lord willing, this is Dave Reagan speaking for Lamb and Lion Ministries saying, look up, be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministries, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus. 